0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome, boils and ghouls, to another spooktacular episode of Excess Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Xander Scullian, and joined with me is the creature of the night, the crimson-bearded cat whisperer co-host with the mostest, Mr. James Gruson. What's up, James? I almost wanted to channel some
1: Paul Stanley, you know, with the creatures of the night. (laughs) He's he's the coolest KISS member. Ah, I agree. You know, happy... Happy great pumpkin, Sawin, Sam Hain, however you fucking say it. Uh, happy all Eve. I guess this is when we're doing it, or Happy Halloween. Hope you all are having a great one. It always is a fun time of year, you know. No matter, no matter what may be going on, you know, in your life like mine, as we talk about the weather, it's just been too goddamn hot. Yeah. Uh, to me, for Halloween, and it's really kind of just. Ruined my mood. I keep waiting for that fall weather to be like, oh, man, like things will be good. I'm just going to feel good. And it doesn't happen because it's like 85 and it's 80 and it's crappy. But you know what? We're here. We're hanging out. I've been looking forward to this because it's going to be fun. And for me, I think this is really going to kick off, uh, you know, my true Halloween before tomorrow. Because I do love the actual day because it is crazy in my neighborhood. It's mad insane. We have a haunted house our friends do down the street. Like thousand people, I'm passing out candy. I got severed fingers, I got bones, spider rings, all kinds of crap, and candy. I mean, you know, we got good candy too because we don't change out on that stuff, you know. But I hope you all are doing well and uh, happy Halloween. And we have a very special guest, as is a tradition, with us on Halloween. He's been here many times before. He is a newly married man since the last time. He's been here. He's the lead singer of the Casket Creatures, uh, helps run Theme Park Alchemy, a very awesome candle company, and, you know, we love him. He's our brother. We'd like to welcome uh, Ryan Cadaver. He is with us
0: once again on Halloween.
2: Hey, how's it going, man? I'm so glad to be back.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, so much has been going on. Since the last time you were on the show with us, now, I do want to say it was really exciting. It seems like every time you get on the show with us on every Halloween, there's something new happening with the casket creatures. And right now there's something very exciting happening with the casket creatures right now. If you want to let our listeners know a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, we got a new EP coming out uh, tomorrow, actually. So it'll be October 31st, you know, so whenever you're listening. But uh, yeah, October 31st is the official release date for uh, digital, like Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff, for Folklore, which is the new Cast Creatures album, which uh, I'm incredibly uh, pleased about. Like, the reception of the few people who've heard it really has been overwhelming. Uh, So it's just really cool. We like really stepped outside the box with this one and like did a lot of weird stuff. Uh, it's not it's not traditional Caspy creatures kind of stuff, but uh, I don't know. I, I guess you could consider it our experimental kind of album. But I'm really happy with it.
0: Yeah, it's it's really good. I I mean I've listened to the sing the new single the one one twelve Ocean, yeah, Avenue. Ocean Avenue. Yeah, it's really good. And I remember when I first listened to it, I was like, man, you guys are channeling some like old school Anthrax. In my opinion, with the, uh, with That's the, like, awesome. kind of like the, uh, the, I don't want to say chanting, but kind of like the yelling in the background. I mean, I want to have it in, a, in our break. When we take our break, you guys are listening to a new single, but, uh, I was listening to it. I like, man, this is, this is some good shit. It's got some really good, uh, thrash to it. And not not only have you been, uh, doing some of the casket creatures, but you also have a movie coming out. Yes. Uh,
2: So, like, me and James share a love, and you, we all three share a love for, like, cheesy 80s action movie kind of things. Uh, You know, like, Miami Connection and Heart Ticket to Hawaii and, like, all these kind of, like, really fun, like, direct-to-video, you know, kind of 80s action movies, 80s and 90s. And, uh, you know, me and my friend uh, Kevin, who's also a guitar player for the Cast Creatures, we uh you know, we helped make the last couple of videos and like the last one was like a little movie almost. So, you know, we were like, Man, you know, you know, I've seen some like, you know, indie films and stuff. I'm like, honestly, I think we could do that. And I think we could do, you know, I'm not gonna say better, but like we could do something that at least, you know, something I wanna see. Mm-hmm. The kind of movie that I like. Uh so we just kinda talked about it for I mean, we probably talked about it for, you know, a couple of years and then finally we just for some reason. We're like, yeah, hey, it was just write a script, and we uh, wrote it together. Uh, I mean, it's like half him, half me. Like we just, you know, we had a a really cool shared uh, script writing program called Writer Duet, where one of us could log in and write a scene, and the other person could log in and add what they want to. And we just kind of did it like that, and uh, we ended up making this really weird um, '80s action with like a little tinge of horror in there. But I don't want to give too much away. And uh, oh yeah, it's very much like. It's very much like you know, a little tongue in cheek. Like we know that we had like, you know, I think the whole budget was a grand. So it's like it's very <laughs> low budget for maybe, like very low budget, and we knew that. And like we, I think we purposely played to our strengths because of that. So it's really fun. It's an ass kicking cop that's out for revenge. I mean, it's pretty, pretty tried and true.
0: Yeah, and, and you know the the cool thing about it is is like. A good movie doesn't have to have a huge budget. I mean, you look at some of the most iconic movies, like a lot of the early uh, Quentin Tarantino movies, like Reservoir Dogs and uh, you know Clerks with Kevin Smith. I mean, a lot of those movies that are just iconic don't have a big budget. I mean, it's really about the passion. And, you know, I, yeah. I, I remember when I saw some of the trailers and stuff, and I remember we were talking back and forth about the movie, and I'm like, this is going to be freaking awesome. Because it's one of those movies that's like, you guys are serious about it like it's not like you guys are not 100 percent behind the project you guys are very passionate but at the same time it's like you guys are not too scared to kind of make fun of it because it's kind of that kind of movie that that kind of earnest action 80s movie like you were saying earlier with like like miami connection and stuff where it's just kind of like there's gonna be parts of the movie where someone's gonna be like oh my god (laughs) i love that (laughs) i love it oh
2: totally I think it'll be a good party movie. You know, it's like one you can cut on a party, and people are going to be laughing and like, "Oh, this is you know, this is wild." Um, you know, it's 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 definitely one of those where it's like we tried to ride the line between like, yeah, there's some like you know, almost like Naked Gun level like jokes in it that are like you know, just kind of ridiculous, but I think we did a good job of like riding the line of like trying to make it look and feel like an an earnest action movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like the characters are never like in on any of the jokes. It's not like wink, wink, you know? It's yeah. like the stuff that's like goofy and like doesn't quite make sense is like that's just how it is in this world, weird world of 80s cinema, you know? Yeah. I think it's very cool too, just at the end of it, you know? No, no matter what with
1: it, like it'll be a fun time, but it's like it's really cool just the fact that you made a movie. Um, and I'd like to give it a shout out too to a friend of ours, uh, uh, Sharpie Riot from the Villains. Yeah was another uh horror rock band uh, who also he did a movie a couple years back uh portfolio oh which yeah it was really cool and it's like dude it's like you made a movie you know uh friend Troy or Ray M. He was uh, formerly the drummer in Blitzkid. He just had a short film. Uh, he actually just released two called The Scrotum, which you know, <laughs> sounds really interesting. He, he got it to, <laughs> He got it to play at a local theater near him. And it's just, it's really cool to see uh, a lot of my friends, especially that are in, you know, the horror rock community as, you know, me and Xander are too, you know, as he played in Rick's Grimm, which kind of old heads in it, you know, we don't know everything that's going on right now, but it's really cool to see a lot of our friends actually, Make short films and full-on movies, and I just think you know it's just a testament. You can always say it's like, man, I did that, and it's like exactly you have that out there for people to see. No matter how crazy or wacky it may be, it's still it's an awesome achievement, man. So you know, congratulations on that coming out.
2: Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. I'm I'm really really happy about the way it's turned out, and now we're finally at the finish line. So it's like really cool. Like you said, you know, at the end of the day, it's like even if people hate it. I can be like, man, I made this movie. And it's the kind of movie I like. And if you're looking for realism and, like, anything like that, you're going to hate it. But, you know, I think most people are going to get it and enjoy it.
3: You know, I'm just
2: sad because we talked about me uh, coming
1: down there and having a small role. And I just never made it because I'm lazy and I hate driving. But, you know, if there's ever a sequel, you know, definitely, hopefully I can make an appearance in that, you know.
2: Well, actually, so we are going to have, like, a pre-order campaign for the movie and we've pretty much decided that's going to determine the fate on if there's a sequel. So like if a lot of people pre-order it and we make enough money at least to cover the cost of making this one, we'll do another one. So yeah. that's that's the whole plan. And I, and I will let everyone know when we have that up and it should be soon. You just follow us on Facebook, Joe Striker Movie.
0: Yeah, we'll make
1: sure we pimp it
2: out for you too on here. Oh yeah, I appreciate it. Thank
1: yeah, you.
0: definitely. We'll have a, a link on the description to uh, Joe the, the Joe Stryker Facebook page, and like I said, I, I've all I've seen is what has been done with the trailer and some of the behind stuff, behind the scene pictures that you've sent me on Facebook. But uh, from what I've seen, man, I'm I'm really proud that that you've done that, man. I think that's freaking awesome. It's amazing. Thank you, guys, man. That means a lot. <laughs> and, and and also, uh, like James said earlier, congrats on getting married. Uh, you know, you got married this year, and for your guys' honeymoon, you guys went to Thailand. Yeah,
2: man. Um, the uh, original plan was Japan, and then we started looking at the prices of, of just everything, and we're like, fuck that. Like, I want to do it, and it's on my list. Yeah. One day I'm going to do it, but... Uh, i was like i was like where else could we go and we looked up to thailand it's like yeah it's it's expensive getting there but once you're there i mean we live like kings for like nothing dude it was, was so awesome we had like a oh you're good you Yeah, i was i was
0: about i was about to ask you if uh because you know you're in thailand and i could only imagine how much bootleg video games you have could have seen like did you see a lot of bootleg video game stuff
2: yeah, the only <laughs> problem was I just didn't know what a lot of it was. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was just like a lot of like characters I've never seen and like, you know, I couldn't read any of it. Um and I I looked at like some Switch cards, like legit ones, and there was like a lot of games I'd never heard of that were out on Switch and I was like, "Whoa, you know, what is this?" That's
3: crazy. Um
2: we uh we also went to uh this mall that's like kind of centered around ja- Japanese culture and uh had like a lot of like anime stores and uh game stores and uh we went to a maid cafe which i've only heard about like in, in like anime and stuff but like we went we went there and had a blast and like yeah it was just uh, i don't know it was really really cool experience definitely very eye
0: opening did you did you feel like kiru at any at any point of uh being in thailand <laughs> no i didn't <laughs> cuz i was like <laughs> but it did b- so was some parts that I was seeing I the pictures, and I was like, man, this makes me think of Yakuza.
2: Oh, dude. Oh, man. You know what's funny is, like, we were at that Japanese mall, and they had, like, this uh, Japanese exhibit that was going on. And there was a dude that actually looked a lot like him walked <laughs> by me, and he had, he had like, dragon <laughs> tattoos and stuff. And oh, I shit. instantly thought Yakuza. <laughs> I instantly thought Yakuza, I was like, holy shit, I was like, I think this guy's like a legit, I was probably, because I was kind of drunk too, so I was probably like yelling at I probably could have got killed.
0: (laughs) As long as he doesn't run into walls, as long as he doesn't run into walls going, uh, uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) He may
1: have, I don't know. Is it like, Mu Muay Thai, kick you in the head? You know, and and I will say, Thailand does have great uh, RoboCop shirts. As I would thank you again, uh, as I drunkenly harassed you—I don't even know what time it was with time difference. I think I hit you and Nicole, your lovely wife, up about this RoboCop shirt. And I was like, "Dude, can you give me a RoboCop shirt, man?" And, I was like, <laughs> like, and the next day, I was apologizing. They got me the RoboCop shirt. Uh, it's white. It's awesome. It's like Thai RoboCop, and it's like actually, it's one of the coolest shirts. I probably wore it for, like, way longer than someone should probably wear a shirt before washing it. But, uh, you know, I'm going to wash it one day. Uh, actually, oh, yeah. do, you, do you have any uh, wash – have you washed yours? Is there any particular recommendation? I don't know because it's a foreign shirt. Should I be a little bit
2: careful with drying or – No, man. I've washed those things. I bought uh, an Akira shirt. I bought a Godzilla shirt, a Jaws one from that same store. And they've been holding up great awesome yeah it's just a very comfortable shirt you can even see like the logo on the back has this tie like it
1: was you know the whole shirt was probably made in thailand yeah. printed i mean it's just it's it's super awesome and i even been told ryan i was like dude i'll, I'll keep it secret man because you know, sometimes you go places and you know if you don't bring back gifts for everybody most of us have cool friends that wouldn't get mad but i was like dude, I don't say anything about it and he was like dude wear it with pride
0: yeah, I was like,
1: it's I was okay, like,
2: come on, man. You're James Grusom. Of course I'll get you a fucking Robocop shirt. And I think it was like $2.
0: So <laughs> it's like awesome. the greatest
1: $2 I think anybody could possibly
0: spend. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to take a, a short break. Because uh, we, we pretty much had to reunite for a second. We had to just kind of catch up on everything. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about a little bit of gaming news and a little bit of Halloween stuff. Uh, but sit back, guys. Check out the new Casket Creature single, 112 Ocean Avenue. Definitely check this out, guys. We'll be right back. <laughs>
3: Won't be the last. This place is wanting more. I hear them late at night, from a whisper to a shout. I will lose this fight. For God's sake, get out, evil.
0: guys and we are back and again that's the new casket creature single 112 ocean avenue from the new album folklore that's going to be coming out when's this coming out it's coming out on halloween correct
2: on halloween yep yeah Yeah, we've we've had it at our shows that we've played in october like where you buy a physical copy but Mm -hmm. uh, to actually listen to it and buy it worldwide it's tomorrow
0: that's awesome awesome and yeah getting into some gaming news uh there hasn't been a whole lot going on that's been too crazy uh one thing that actually just happened a couple of days ago and i was like oh man i gotta talk about this on the podcast is a sonic the hedgehog cd prototype uh rom has actually surfaced it's a prototype for sonic cd and uh you can download it and play it on a like a sega genesis sega cd emulator and it, it's really interesting like seeing the beginnings of sonic cd and the sega cd and I watched a couple of videos and I hadn't a chance to play it yet, but I was like, man, this is this is one of the reasons why I love emulation so much. Because like if I ever actually wanted to play this on a physical hardware, it would have cost like so much freaking money for what it was. For like two minutes of gameplay. <laughs> I
2: never knew I never knew anybody who had a Sega C D. I, me and it's James very, did. It's one of those
1: systems. Oh yeah. It, you know, it's one of the systems. Now, I think when you go back and it's like it. it was like kind of cool. Like I, I think it was a little bit laughed at, and it does have some crappy games, which you know we're seeing some more releases of uh, the the Corey Ham game, uh, and also uh, Double Switch. That one has been mm-hmm. coming out. Night Trap had a lot of the you know FMV games that were kind of silly, but it also had a lot of games possibly as some think you know one of the greatest uh, sonic games you know being sonic cd and it was kind of one of those systems you know i don't think people really knew how to took it how to take it excuse me and uh you know sega kind of always bombarded us with stuff during that period so we really had a lot of it i kind of think they went a bit too much too fast Uh, (laughs) no pun intended Yeah, looking back, like I said, Sega CD was a really cool system, man. You know, it is cool to still have one, but like you said, emulation is definitely key on that. It's just much easier, and it does have the ability, you know, to play uh, uh, bootleg discs pretty much because they didn't have a, you know, copyright things, and nobody could afford a CD burner back when it came out. So I really, know. I
2: wish the Switch would just import like the whole library, man. Because like there's so many things that like I remember seeing the ads for like in Game Informer, and I was like, oh my god, I want to like Night Trap was one of them. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to play this so bad, and now I can, and now I'm very disappointed. But at least you know, <laughs> at least I got to play it.
0: Yeah, it was it was one of those three, games. Uh, very
1: uh, very many uh, emulation systems, and also you know the Retro Bro, which has almost the full Sega CD uh, catalog that you can check out there through our friend John Indeed, Indeed, I have indeed. one of those. It's awesome.
0: Speak, speaking of Retro Bro, he's actually working on something really cool. Uh, he's he's right now there. I, I don't want to give out too much because it, it's still like behind the scenes. But uh, I know he's already made a, a Facebook light like page, so I can say how much is doing. But he's getting into like the pie and the arcade scene, like pie arcade units. So uh, that's going to be really cool. Uh, check out uh, Level Up Arcade on facebook check that out and um like i said it's very in there very much in early stages and it, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild just to think that you know there's gonna be these affordable arcade cabinets that are gonna have raspberry Pi's inside and it's pretty much gonna be a main cabinet you can play as much as you want and i, w- I know john's a really good guy i know when it comes out it's gonna be great he, he puts out quality stuff
1: definitely someone you can hit up any issues problems he's wanting to help you out really with anything he's definitely a quality guy uh, with a quality product you know that you know I mean we're endorsing so obviously oh, yeah. you know, we, we stand for it yeah
2: I, I remember uh, I ordered a pie from him and uh, he was like super like because I was like I don't know what I'm getting into I don't know what I need to start you know like I was like like emulation was like new to me and I was mm-hmm. like I, I don't even know like I want to play these games that's all I know And he was like, well, this is what you need. This is what I can help you with. And, like, he laid it all out so easy for, like, a noob like me to emulation. I was like, this is awesome. He made it so easy, and and he's a really friendly dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, he, and he, I like the fact that uh the ret- like the Retro brew unit like he has different setups like if you want a Pi that has, you know, a bunch of PlayStation stuff, uh there's like a certain card, like a certain SD card storage that you can get for that or if you want one that's got more arcade stuff, you can get that. I mean, uh and then, you know, if you just want to build your own image, like if like what I mean by that is like getting your own uh version of RetroPie on an SD card into a Raspberry Pi. Uh, you know he can help you out with that too, so i mean it's it 's really cool um I like the transparency that he has with his business because uh, a lot of these a lot of these Facebook companies they'll have like a, a Raspberry Pi and they're like this is the retro BS4 an, an original idea we came up with and I'm like dude that's a Raspberry Pi I fucking I fucking hate that <laughs> I've been banned from so many Facebook pages because I would like comment like, "That's what, I'd be like that kid like Simpsons did it. I'm like that's a Raspberry Pi they ended up getting like disa- I would end up like disappearing and getting deleted from all the freaking sketchy people but uh speaking of quality product um, there is a uh console coming out a handheld console from analog if you guys have heard about this the analog pocket have you guys heard about that
1: Uh, yes i have what'd
2: you think
0: about that James? i I
1: haven't
2: heard anything about it
1: i mean you know for me it's one of those ones because i'm a huge fan of course game boy uh and just handhelds in general and i mean this really seems to be that uh you know all in comprehensive uh version. You know, we've we've seen them put out you know good versions of the you know the analog systems, you know, that are very good, high quality but affordable, you know, NESs, I think they did a super NES. And this one, man, the ability to play Game Boy, and GBA, and of course Game Boy Color, you know, off the bat. And then you hear about, of course, add-ons, you know, for Game Gear, uh the Atari links you yeah, which is just pretty crazy. Neo Geo pocket color. Of course, you know, I have one, I got it from you. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a very cool system that ability to play all those on, you know, high quality, uh, system, you know, and it even has a built-in, uh, I don't know how a lot of other stuff is a built-in, you know, like chip tune programmer thing. Mm-hmm. If you know how to make music on one of those, you know, so it really has a lot of awesome stuff with it. And I mean, it's, It's one of those things where it's like, man, I have the ability to play these things on other systems. I mean, minus the links, Uh, but to have that all in one, uh, it is really cool. Uh, You know, the price for me, it's still a little, it's a little debatable. It is going to be about two hundred bucks, but I think for what all it has with it, it, it could be really cool. Uh, it's one that I might kind of tuck away for because I just I like that idea having that all in one, you know, just full on, kind of kinda like a new system, you know, as far as uh capabilities of it. And you know, to be able to play everything on it, dude. Like I just I, I think it's really awesome. Like we've heard about this, you know, for a little while. You know, I think there was that one version that attached to your phone, sounded kinda weird. Uh don't know a whole lot about that. But it, this one's definitely a legit product. And it's just you know if you're that into handhelds like I think this would be the system to get really.
0: Well, what's what's cool about it is it's um it's not just a clone console, it's actually a uh, an FPGA uh, grade console. Now what that is is most of these clone consoles are using software emulation, uh, meaning they they have software that can emulate. Uh, the games and everything, where this is the hardware. It's actually hardware emulation. I mean, it's as close as you can get to playing on the OG consoles. And Analog, uh, that company, like they, all their consoles they make, they're kind of a little bit more on the pricey side, but you're getting the actual real deal as, as close as you can possibly. And what's really cool about the Analog, I found out um, recently, is not only will it play all those handheld games, but also it has like a charging dock. That you can actually charge it and hook it up through HDMI and play it on your television as well. Yeah, I would say oh, I do believe
1: cool. that charging dock though is extra.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I do I think not it think it's
1: included with the system. You know, so you're looking at you know 200 for the base and possibly up to maybe another, you know, I'm thinking maybe 50 to 100. Stop playing with my wire! I'm Sorry, my cat is
3: attacking <laughs> my
1: cord. Uh, You know, but still, like I said, just the capability of this, you know, and when you add in, like, say, that dock, like, if you're really into handheld, truly, like, this is the system. Because, like I said, they put out a quality product. Like, it's not some BS. It's not even, like, you know, Retron 5. Like, this is really a step up from that. You know, it's Mm -hmm. the one, if you're a little bit more serious about your stuff you go with their products and as far as this with the handhelds, like i really expect nothing but you know kind of the best in that like i said it's gonna cover a lot and i think it would be uh just a really cool thing to have i like i said i am tempted it is you know a a little high because it's like man i could put that towards the you know ps5 or Xbox Seven, you know, it's like I, it's like I can do that, but it it, it is tempting, you know, because I do love my handhelds.
0: I, I was about to say, Ryan, you've you've gotten a little more into the handheld gaming yourself. I remember mean, we've talked about the Nintendo Switch and how much you've been really enjoying that because you know being on the road with your band and everything like that.
2: Dude, I love it, man. It's the best thing ever. Especially, like, you know, when we flew, like, like on our honeymoon, it was the best thing ever just have the Switch there and I could play whatever I want. It was just great, man. It just passes so much time. And it's like, I'm getting to play, like, a lot of, like, old games that I missed and stuff like that. And, and they come out in the Switch store. And I'm like, man, I always wanted to play that. Now here's the perfect reason for me to get it, you know? Yeah, um, it's I, funny. I love it, man.
0: Yeah, it's funny because, I mean, there's times like, there's games that. I I already have, but I will end up rebuying it just for the switch, just for that portability convenience. Like uh, I want to, I want to check out Nino Cooney. I have Nino Cooney on the PS3. I could play it right after the show if I wanted to. I could just put it in my PS3 and play it. But I want it on the Switch because I'm like, well, shit, I can take it. You know, when I'm at work, I can play Nino Cooney while I'm at work. It's funny because I was thinking of it the other day. I was at work and I was sitting there playing like Super Mario Brothers three, and I'm like, man. My my younger self would be shit in his pants right now if he knew that he was at work playing Nintendo. You know?
3: <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. does
1: cover. You can get that uh what is the game that I love so much? I feel like a dip shit. I told everybody it was brain dead before uh, this episode started. I'm forgetting the name. It was an Xbox three sixty that weird Twin Peaksy.
2: Oh, Deadly game. Premonition. Oh yeah, Deadly Premonition.
1: Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that one, which I bought on the Switch. I've not even started yet, but I just I love that game so much. I still wanted to support it and buy it on there, and hopefully one day beat it. So uh, that is another awesome game. Everybody should check
2: out. Yeah, they, um, I mean, I think the only complaint—it's not even a legit complaint—but the only complaint I have about the Switch is like I prefer to get any game that comes out. I prefer to get the Switch version. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, there's just been a few times where that's kind of burned me. Because the Switch port just isn't as good. Um, Like Bloodstained, for example. I'm not saying that the port's bad, but, like,
0: I just wasn't really
2: feeling it. It wasn't. Like,
0: I don't. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as good as like the PS4, Xbox One, and I don't think I still don't think they fixed it. Like the patches, they've been they've been saying they're going to update the patches with the frame rate and everything, and I don't think they still haven't done that. And there's parts in that game that you know, I as much as I enjoyed, I really enjoyed Bloodstain, but I mean, I'm not going to sit there and like try to hide the fact that there were parts in that game where like the load times and the frame rate definitely kind of hindered the gaming experience a little bit.
2: Yeah, I agree. And and I uh, I got that and I got uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Mm. And both of those I ended up, I, yeah, both of those I ended up rebuying it on PlayStation so I could enjoy it.
1: Did you get the Mortal
2: Kombat 11 on the way to Thailand? I remember
1: us talking about one game that uh, we kind of thought there might be some issues with. Was that I one of
2: them? I think that was it. And uh, yes, I know that was it because I was like, oh, it'd be awesome. Like we can play Mortal Kombat on the flight with the Joy-Cons. It'd be so cool. I really and, did. I told him about it. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, man, it was like so poor. Like it, it wasn't like blood scene, yeah, it was like frame rate and like some minor things. And I ended up getting the PS4 version and playing through that and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was incredible. But yeah, Mortal Kombat eleven, in my opinion, the switch port is almost unplayable. Like it is like straight up garbage. Uh... Like it just like I went to the, the crypt. And I was like, why, like, why does this look like a, like, everything's just like a gray blob. And, like, I think that's supposed to be a tree, but I can't really
0: tell. Oh, no. And, like, all this,
2: yeah, I was, like, really bad. And then uh, I actually, the people at GameStop, I just kind of, I mean, I'll admit, I kind of played dumb. Like, I just didn't know. And I was like, oh, I'm. I meant to get the one on PS4, and then they're just like, "Yeah, that's cool," and they they swapped it for me. And I was shout like, out Shit. to GameStop. Yeah, some of them are still cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, they uh,
2: they swapped it out for me, and they got me the PlayStation version. I took that home, and it was like gorgeous. It was like great. It was, it was amazing. So that's the only bad thing. So now I'm starting to learn. It's like okay, like you know, some yeah, some of these like JRPGs and stuff. It's like those are going to be great on the Switch. Um, but yeah, it's like some games with like a lot, like I'm scared to get the witcher three on the switch. I mean, yeah. I've heard decent things, but I'm scared. I'm like, I don't know. Cause I, I love the witcher. I love witcher three, but, uh, I love it on PlayStation. I just cannot imagine that it looks good at all on the switch. I might be wrong
3: yeah
2: is this there's some things that are 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 better made for switch it it can be a question
1: because like i said we're all admittedly fans of the switch and i'm like you and xander's the same dude like as soon as we get the opportunity like we'll get the game on the switch yeah you know if we know it'll run fine you know but at the same time too we will criticize it and like you said i'm skeptical with you know some games uh, but for the most part, you know, it has done, you know, really good. And just, it gives you that dual, you know, ability to have the portable, the regular, you know, it, it really is great. But, you know, like you said, it does have its issues at times.
3: That,
0: yeah, that's, it does. That That's one of the things that I'm kind of, as much as I love the Switch and I love Nintendo, that's one of the things that I'm kind of worried about with the new generation. Uh, I mean, obviously, when you buy the Switch, you're not buying it for the graphics, but the problem that I, I'm having with it is with the PS5 and the new Xbox coming out. Um, I'm worried that those consoles are going to be so much more powerful that what's going to happen with third party with ports? Like how much of a dumbed down version is the Switch going to get? Unless they make you know the Switch Pro or a more powerful Switch at this point, which I think it's inevitable that they're going to have to do that. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I've wondered about that myself because, like, yeah, like you said, games are getting so ridiculously good. It's like I I know it's not feasible, but I almost wish that they would just have, like, you know, even if they got to get another team to, like, kind of optimize it for the Switch to where it can look. Because I I feel like, you know, the Switch, I mean, I've played some games on there that that have wowed me. I mean, like Breath of the Wild, obviously the art style helped a lot, but uh, that game fully, like, wowed me when I played it. I was like, oh, my God, this looks incredible. Um, and, and I know it's capable of a lot lot more than Mortal Kombat 11 gaming, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's always a gamble, because, I mean, like, I remember even, um, like, Skyrim, uh, a buddy of mine got Skyrim on the Switch, and it was, it was amazing, and it played good, but... You could definitely tell it was like the 360, Xbox 360 version of Skyrim compared to like Skyrim HD on like PS4. Like it didn't look as good, but it looked just as good as you could remember and playing it on like a portable screen. I mean, you're playing portable Skyrim. You can't really complain too much about that, you know?
2: (laughs) No, yeah. I've I've played Skyrim a bunch on the Switch, and I love it. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoy the hell out of it. And yeah, like you said, yeah, it's like I have the PS4 version. I mean, I think everyone at this point owns Skyrim on like multiple systems. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the PS4 one looks incredible, but, uh, you know, it's like, what are you going to do, man? It's like, I got portable Skyrim. It's just like, I don't know, some of them just feel so dumbed down that it's like, it's just, it's a little hard to, to deal with when you're like, I could have this awesome version.
0: Yeah. But then again, they they they'll also come out with a version that's like more like a definitive version. Like a great example, would be like Dragon Quest XI. Uh, you know, Dragon Quest XI oh, yeah. on the Switch. Like even though it's it doesn't look as good as the PS4 version, they've added so much more content. And the ability is switching from 3D to 2D, it almost makes up for the fact that, like, oh, okay, it's not as uh, vibrant. It's it's got a little bit of, uh, like, a little bit of blur to it, but that's okay because, you know, I'm getting so much more content and that portability. So it's a really interesting generation of gaming, I will say that.
2: Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And, yeah, I got to get Dragon Quest XI. It looks incredible.
0: Did you play the demo?
2: No, I haven't played any of it yet. Uh, I really haven't had a lot of time. It's about to free up for the holidays, thank God. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely going to play that one. I just know it's one that I'm about to sink a lot of time into. So I'm trying to finish up some of my backlog. Like, I'm still playing Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses, which I love. It's
1: incredible.
2: It gives you a really sick demo there, doesn't it? Like
1: up yeah. To, is it up to like 10 hours or something? Yeah,
0: well, I was about to say that the demo is like 10 hours long, and the progress that you have on the demo carries on to the actual game. So you're actually playing Whoa. the first 10 hours of Dragon Quest through the demo, and then once you get the game, you don't have to go back through that first 10 hours of the game. Which is so there's amazing.
2: There's no excuse to not get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. it's
0: amazing. Yeah. I was just like, okay, because I heard the demo was out, and I was like, ah, oh, do I really want to check this out? And I heard it was a. Uh, they're like, yeah, the demo is ten hours long, and it carries on. I'm like, wow. And I feel like I, I wish more JRPGs kind of did that, because uh, that's kind of like the most mundane thing about starting new games. Sometimes it's the beginning of like just you know how to play this how to do that and just trying to get the the gears rolling and the engine re- like refing up so you can like enjoy the game so i'm really excited about that oh, i i
2: I, t- I totally agree man there's been a lot of games where it's like the first few hours like i really in- ended up loving persona 5 but like i played the first like it was literally like the first 10 hours i'm like what is all the hype of this game like why does everyone <laughs> like this and then, and then I got, I finally got to a point where I got in the loop of it and started understanding it. And I was like, oh, this fucking rules. But it, it, it did take the, you know, you had to get through that long process to get there, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There really is no excuse. Like, like, I want to try it myself. You know, like I'm not a, a certain RPG, you know, can catch me the right way. And like, I can really be into it. Um... So it's like that's one like I've really been wanting to try like it's really no excuse not to considering you can get up to ten hours like you definitely know I think if you'd like a game or be hooked on it within ten hours and I mean that's that's really got to be like the
2: ultimate demo of all time I think <laughs> to be able oh to yeah keep I think you're right you that. Yeah. I mean yeah because that's like I mean a lot of people probably won't even get through that first 10 hours. I mean, how many games have you played where you play it five hours and quit, you know? Yeah, it's me. I
1: probably play it 30 minutes and quit. You know, so it's <laughs> like, I'm, that's what i say I think that one, you know, uh, like I really do want to try, because I've always, uh, you know, ever since the free Nintendo power version, yeah, you know, when they gave you a dragon warrior, um I really did. Like I, I like I always did like that series. I have the Game Boy one. It's got one and two. Um so it's one like I've always been attached to. You know, it was like uh I played it after Final Fantasy, so it was a little bit more basic at that time. Uh but it's a game that's really come into its own and I think it really does, you know, stand up against Final Fantasy and it's a game I think that we sometimes get uh you know, maybe a little bit more releases or at least we get a better demo. As we can say from this, because you get to play that shit for ten hours, man, that
2: is like that's awesome.
0: I, I was about to say, Ryan, didn't you play uh, Dragon Quest Builders two?
2: Uh, no, I I talked to you about it because I was uh, thinking yeah. about getting it. But it didn't have local co-op, and sometimes it's kind of a deal breaker with certain games. Yeah. Uh, because my my wife loves playing games, and we mm-hmm. so a lot of times it's like the the recently we played through all of Borderlands three like a hundred percent because it's just it's fun it's couch co-op it's like just we can sit down and play together and like neither one of us is just sitting there bored you know.
0: I was waiting about to say, on the other
2: person to finish.
0: Yeah, I was about to say because Dragon Quest Builders two was a lot of fun, but now that you mentioned local co-op. Uh, I have to ask you, are you going to possibly get Luigi's Mansion 3? Because it's got couch co-op. Yes. Oh, Oh, dude, I'm buying
2: that immediately. And from what I understand, the couch co-op is, like, fully functional. Yeah. It's not like a, a, um, um, you know, hat situation, like a cappy, (laughs) where it's like, yeah, yeah, you can just throw cappy and... And that's it. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. I, li- I like so. the fact that it's, uh, that it wasn't an afterthought. Like they were actually, hey, let's, let's make, let's add some multiplayer. Let's add some online multiplayer and local co op and have a good time. And I, I definitely want to check out Luigi's Mansion. Uh, that comes out on Halloween. Uh, I'm not going to get it yet. Perfect. But, but I'm going to be getting it very soon. because, uh, my girlfriend's the same way. Like I like, to, it's funny I, when I get a game. I like to kind of get a game that maybe me and her can play because it gives me more of an excuse to play games as well. You know, because it's not like I'm just mm-hmm. sitting there playing a game and she's just kind of like, "All right, I'm I'm getting kind of bored." I'm like, "Okay, well, let's let's play Super Mario Maker 2. You know, <laughs> we've played like eighty hours yeah. of Mario Maker two. It's insane. That's brutal. I, I'm the one who gets left out
1: because my my wife uh, she is not too into games, but once in a while she has said hey, let's play Mario Kart or House of the Dead, and I cherish those moments, you know? We're not always on the same page with everything, but, like, you know, it still works out. You know? Oh, yeah. That's the key of marriage, always. Yeah, yeah, my, my <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, my my girlfriend, like, she's very interesting with her taste in gaming because, like, games that have a, a, a long story or take a, a while to get started, she gets bored real fast. Like, she likes, I think she's more of, like, a retro kind of gamer because she likes playing Mega Man and Castlevania and, and Mario Maker uh, like Mario games. She's not big into Sonic like she doesn't like Sonic and I think it's because the same reason why I have problems with Sonic is the freaking water levels that countdown like gives you freaking anxiety. I, think oh, the, I hate that oh yeah I think that's the reason why she doesn't like playing that too much but like if, they, if I'm playing a game that has a lot of dialogue she's like okay once once the game actually start I want to play a video game not watch a movie and I'm like damn okay <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh yeah, stay away
2: from Metal Gear Solid oh god
0: oh. Speaking, speaking of that are are you gonna check out Death Stranding
2: I, man, I, I'm definitely gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm not like one of those Kojima like is God things, but like, I do like his boldness and like his ability to just be like, I'm a weird dude. Here's some weird shit. Enjoy it or don't. I don't care. And I appreciate that because I'm kind of like that too, not in a genius way like he is a lot of the time, <laughs> but like in a way where I just don't care. I'm just like I like this. This is what I'm going to do, and I, I respect him. So like I feel like it's going to be good. I don't know what the hell it's about.
0: That's what at I was about all. to say. It's like it's so funny. Like everyone that I know that are like, man, I'm buying this day one, and I'm like, oh what? What's the game about? I don't understand. And they're like, I don't fucking know, but I want to get it day one. <laughs> It's the only game I've yeah, ever I'm, heard of where people have bought the game that have no idea what they're buying them, buy, buying it themselves into. Never seen that. Yeah,
2: I, I I appreciate him as an artist. Like I think he's you know he's like he's a, a visionary for sure. Um, I'm not saying I'm gonna buy it day one. Like you know I'll, I'll be clear about that. Like I'll probably give it a little while. I will see what people think. I'll look up some actual gameplay videos. And, uh, and then, you know, then I may buy the bullet. Uh, yeah. but I, I do think it looks interesting. Um, and, uh, I mean, hopefully it has some remnants of, uh, the long lost PT, which I still stand by is the greatest horror game experience I've ever had oh, in my yeah. life. So. That one was
1: very cool. I, I got to experience that myself,
2: and and that's the thing.
1: Like that's the kind of game, uh, the new Kojima game that likes. Like my wife might would uh, appreciate that. So it's possible. Like that would be one I could get. You know, and she has her moments with. Uh, she's even like some moments of Yakuza. You know, mm-hmm. they kind of stood out because it's very interesting. Like she actually watched the Yakuza movie uh, before. I, I think it's it, maybe she even saw some of the game, and she enjoyed the movie. Like, my wife actually enjoys video game movies uh, more, a bit more than the video games themselves, which is still, you know, like, we know video game movies kind of suck, but it's still kind of fun because you can appreciate that suckiness with your significant other, you know? We like Doom. The Doom movie with The Rock, man, I, like, I don't care. Like if, <laughs> I, if, I haven't <laughs> actually seen it. I haven't either. It's kind of, it's kind of, it, it sucks, but it's kind of cool. So I think both y'all might could appreciate that, you know, so I, nice. I would say maybe, maybe check it out sometime, you know, not not as bad. It's definitely a, a low point in The Rock's career, I'm sure, <laughs> you know, but it's still, it, it has its place,
2: you know? I think The Rock's doing just fine. Yeah, like the
1: good God, he's like the highest paid. What a what a testament to the wrestling community. I got to say, I'm proud of Mr. Dwayne Johnson (laughs) there from the start with his pineapple hair with Rocky Maivia, as he said himself. He said that, not me. Uh, And I do think, you know, he's awesome. And it's really cool to see, you know, one of the greatest wrestlers, you got to say greatest wrestlers and entertainers of our time uh you know in wrestling to step out. It's not No Holds Barred, which I love. I love oh, No I love, Holds I Barred. Love that movie. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I love that movie, but you know Rock is uh, managed even movies you think that's like man Jumanji Part 2 like re- or remake like re- like really he pulls oh. it
2: off, man. Dude, Jumanji was actually a really good movie I thought. Like the first one, I don't know about the second one, but that's
0: he's come a long way I since the
1: it. Tooth Fairy. That's all I'm saying, man. He's really stepped and, out. And the line. Scorpion yeah, people...
0: King. Good oh, old... yeah. <laughs> he,
1: two of his earliest ones, and yet he has stepped out, and he has taken over Hollywood. John Cena, he's, he's, he's creeping up a bit. John Cena's pulling it off. Give him credit, too. Um, but he's never going to be The Rock. And right now you're looking at a guy, former WWE World Champion, W. F. World Champion is now the highest-paid actor in Hollywood, and as a wrestling fan, I just I tip my hat to The Rock on this Halloween.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we're we're getting close to to the time, uh, so we're going to get into uh, games we've been playing recently. And I'm, I want to start off with this because I think both of you guys would really appreciate this because I I haven't been playing much, but what I did play, I definitely want to talk about, and I I'm, I made a video about it. It's not up yet. Uh, From recording this, it's probably going to be up very soon. But I, I played Yakuza Dead Souls. I I finally played it. Uh, Bought it off PSN for four ninety nine. I was like, you know what, five bucks. If it's terrible, it's it's like the pack. It's like as much as a pack of cigarettes. I can live without that. Uh, But yeah, it was pretty terrible. I. uh, (laughs) Oh,
1: okay. I was like, I'm curious to. Yeah, it was. you You know, I. I kind of gave it a, like, ahead of time. I've hated that. It's much maligned for me due to it, you know, jumping on the zombie craze, almost killing the Yakuza franchise. Uh, You know, some people stick up for it. And at the end, I did say I don't think it's as bad, maybe as I made it out to be. It was the first really wacky Yakuza game. And, you know, I have a biased opinion, and everything's done. We have many too many Yakuza games almost (laughs) at this point. So I'll give it to you, so go ahead and give give it up with what you thought.
0: It's it's got everything that we love about the Yakuza series. You know, it's got the wacky side quests. I mean, it's got a a pretty good story considering it is a zombie game, and it's not canon to the Yakuza series, so just remember if, if... you know, you never play this game. It's okay because it's, the story doesn't pertain to any of the other six games. But I, it's just the gun mechanics are really bad. Like they're so really, it's like really old bad. school
1: Resident Evil, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like old school Resident Evil, but it tries to do like the Resident Evil for like over the shoulder like target mode. Which okay, when you do the over the shoulder target mode, uh, both of you guys can detest to This you can move left, right, up, and down, right? In that point of view. Yeah. yeah. In Dead Souls, you can only look up and down.
1: Yeah. It's very, very old. That's like, I, I throw it back to the old Resident Evil. Like yeah, it's bad. control control um, it. like So
2: it sounds like a combination of like Resident Evil one and four. You know, dude, like yeah. there's no
1: like really like a reticule. It's like you just kinda aim and shoot and hope you're kinda pointing in the oh, right direction.
0: No. And, yeah. it, and it's not so bad when you What do you're, y'all think about the what was that? Shoot, go for it.
2: Oh, sorry. I was, I was saying, uh, what do you think about now they're going turn-based?
0: Oh, I'm excited about that.
2: Interesting, yeah. We both spoke, we spoke on that maybe the last
1: episode or the one prior to where uh, it's so new and different. Me being, a, of course, I'm the Yakuza king. You know, I am the Yakuza. <laughs> uh, I think there's almost I agree. Two, Dude, like I see people go into these games like I have not beat six yet. Uh I, I didn't uh finish Dead Eyes or whatever it was called yet. Uh I, I didn't finish that yet. I just I've been playing this for fifteen years and I was so saying, you
0: got us got uh, You're the one that dude, got us yeah, into so it. Got
1: a, so many people gotta people got a overdose within a short amount of time to where like it's it's too much yakuza for me. I admit it. It's it's too much. Um but I love I love seeing people being introduced to the franchise and people love it. But for me personally I've been going over this franchise for, you know, fifteen years or so, and I'm used to a little bit slower pace, so it's a little bit of a overload, uh, you know, for me. So I you know, that that's my only take on it. Um and my brain this. I uh I, I lost track of what I was originally talking about. But yeah, somebody catch me up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah, it's it's
0: it's basically uh,
2: dead souls, not
0: dead souls, right?
2: (laughs) Dead souls not necessarily something that you should run out and buy.
0: Yeah, I I would say it's five bucks, right? Worth five bucks. Okay, okay. This is the best way to describe it. Dead souls is like that. uh, Like if if you're listening to like certain bands, like say say that a band makes an album that everyone's like oh it's their kind of experimental album it's kind of like their album that you know is is underrated it's or- kind of
1: bad because Ryan was talking about experimental It's not, <laughs> it, it is, it is not the,
0: it's not folklore it's not that <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's more like okay it's like virtu- it's like Iron Maiden's virtual 11 okay some people, <laughs> yeah. some, people uh, love, yeah. some people love some people love Blaze Bailey. And some people don't like Blaze Bailey. Some people like Dead Souls, and some people don't like Dead Souls. And I'm kind of in the middle in the sense that I like it, but I don't want to go back and play it. I had my fix. I could say I played it, and I'm, that ride is over with.
1: <laughs> first first, uh, playable Majima levels, You know, we'll, we'll give it that. Um, it, it's quirky. Which you know is more known, uh, but I think this was the first like real super quirky game mm-hmm. that came in it. You know, like I said, it has its place; it's there. Um, I'd kind of rather see some of the Japanese uh, more uh, samurai titles like Kenzon and such that we didn't get. Uh, even the PSP games like Bla- uh, the uh, Black Tiger, mm-hmm. I think that was Black Panther, one of those ones. I'd like I like to see some of those. You know, like it is; it's not Yakuza, but it's in that universe and you know, I think for five bucks really, uh, everybody probably should check it out, but just don't expect too much from it. That's probably uh pretty much yeah. what we're saying.
0: That has been pretty much that's been pretty gotcha. much me, other than uh I've been playing Untitled Goose, the Untitled Goose game, which has been a lot of fun. It's a pu- it's like a puzzler kind of adventure game where you're playing as a goose and you have objectives just to be a dick to everybody, which is which is pretty fun. <laughs> Yeah, that one that one sounded kinda interesting. I've been hearing a lot about it's that. It's so and, good. Uh... It is so good. It's kinda it's kinda like uh you you unfold unfortunate events to humans and make their lives terrible. Like uh, It'd be like, all right, your objective right now is to make this kid put on the wrong pair of glasses. So what do you do is you find out that the kid's scared of you because you honk at him. So you honk at him, so he starts running. And while he's running away from you, you uh, nip at his shoes so they get untied and he falls on his face. And when he falls on his face... Uh, you grab another pair of sunglasses from like a, uh, a store or something, and you put the other the glasses there. So he puts on the wrong glasses. Like <laughs> you do stuff like that just to like mess around with people. I think it's like a fifteen dollar game on the Switch, and I highly recommend it. I think it's already won a couple yeah. of. Uh, I think I won an Australian like Game of the Year award in Australia. So it's really yeah. good.
1: It's when you hear back geese are kind of jerks if you've ever lived around them i used to live on a lake and i've experienced them and i've had uh, a friend of ours that used to play in the green goblin project which is an awesome band uh that hawked a loogie on one of the geese and uh, i didn't feel bad about it because the geese were kind of jerks um <laughs> i will say as much as uh, you know halloween is the season i've been struggling with it like i said earlier you know due to the weather Things like that. Uh, I did watch a really awesome movie as my game time has not been, uh, you know, that big, but uh, City of the Dead, also known as Horror Hotel. It's a Christopher Lee movie from the 60s about witches, um, which is really cool. It's been one of my favorite movies of the season, mm-hmm. uh, though I have not watched uh, very many, you know, horror movies, which is, uh, you know, I watch a lot, you know, just throughout the year, but, uh, you know, it, it's the time you really try to focus on that, and you really do want to watch some. Um, uh, like I said, that one, Horror Hotel or uh, City of the Dead, Christopher Lee, it, it's a really awesome flick. Uh, I did watch Dolomite is my name that is out on Netflix um i actually had the privilege in a movie that is not yet released but i think with the hype of dolomite now it may come out uh it came for it came from trafalgar uh, it's actually dolomites or rudy a moore's last movie that he did that uh i'm thinking you know who knows it, like i said with the hype it may come out uh but dolomite is my name uh, eddie murphy uh, Craig Robinson from The Office, um, you know, just lots of Wesley Snipes is in it. You know, like it was an amazing movie, had had me tearing up a little bit because you just you leave it feeling good. I throw it up there with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, the Tarantino movie, uh, mm-hmm. which I absolutely loved. Oh, my probably one of my favorite movies ever. I think actually after seeing it, I thought it was there because I love just that uh, seventy cinema. Uh, It it both encompasses that. And you leave both those movies just feeling really good. And since it's Halloween, you know, I will throw out a couple games that I do love. Until Dawn, always a classic. Oh, yeah. Uh, The same team doing uh, Man of Midan, which I haven't finished yet. Yeah, it's really cool. Check it out. I mean, uh, if you liked Until Dawn at all, just check out Man of Midan. There's a, a a whole series they have planned out. It's kind of an anthology of different games. I love the idea of, like, you know, out on the ocean, which is always, you know, spooky, you're on a ghost ship. Uh, It's a really cool game. Uh, And the Friday the 13th puzzle game, I mentioned that uh, last episode, Mm -hmm. uh, which is one of the last ones also I had played, and uh still trying to get through blasphemous, you know, I've just been hurting a lot of I have a lot of cats now. I, like I said last time I adopted one of my friends' cats and I I, just, I do a lot of cat stuff and, and there's just a whole lot of that going on. And I wish <laughs> I like I did play more games, you think with the handheld and the switch, like I could do that, but have trouble multitasking. You you're know. like, I want to play some.
0: You're like, I want to play some more games, but my hands are full of cats. <laughs> and just they are. They're just always full of cats. It's brutal.
1: They live separate lives. I have one that has his own room, and my girls <laughs> stay out. And I switch cats. Like we'll have one. <laughs> we'll have Leonard come out for a while, and we just uh, trade cats out. I'm still loving NWA Power. That's available on YouTube if you're into wrestling. And like I said, still check out. Uh, as we said, systems we would uh, you know, purchase a system for. AEW, they're going to be coming out with a game. And I'm telling you, it's going to be the team. They did no mercy. Uh, I've heard some speculation that it might be Ukes going over there. But I don't know. This is going to be uh, an interpretation of a 64 game that I think is really going to pull it off. Because all those games, all those games, all those guys that are wrestling there, they're big gamers they played these games. They love the, you know, the virtual pro like AEW is going to come out with the ultimate game. And I'm not sucking on AEW's balls. Cause like, I'm not I like, I like NWA I'm old school, but I'm telling you, they're going to come out probably with the ultimate wrestling game. And I can't wait. Cause I've been playing WWE 2k 20. I'm going to throw this in for the last bit. It sucks. I think it sucked for a while. Uh, I just don't really have fun with it. I do like what they've done with the arenas. They have one in a baseball field. They have a dilapidated high school gym. Um, some things are really cool, but it's just not fun to play. And you can see online some of the glitches. It was an incomplete game. Ukes left. Um, virtual concepts took over. And it's just it's an incomplete game. Patches are coming. It's garbage. Everybody hates it. They're getting refunds. It sucks. By Fire Pro AW game coming out soon. It's going to be dope. I'm done. Ryan,
2: what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing. Unfortunately, haven't really been playing many hard games except for Man and Madan. Uh, me and my wife played that and had a blast. Did uh, you beat I'm it? Really stoked for the. Yeah, yeah. We actually we beat it, and it was so good that like we started it over, and I was like, oh, I wonder what would happen if we I did this instead, and 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 it seems to branch off even more than Until Dawn, where it's like the endings you can get and stuff are like wildly different um so i i'm really really digging it. i like those kind of games because that's another one that's like fun to play with somebody it's kind of just like an interactive movie in a way um it's yeah. got some really has, i
1: think some online uh, multiplayer stuff so it, yeah it's one that's definitely extra cool to check out like you said it's supposedly shorter than until dawn
2: but it does yeah, have more five hours past. but I, I think it was like tw- it was like 20 maybe 30 bucks but i mean it's like five, maybe six hours, but like, like I said, I think it's way more replayable uh, because it just seems like there's a lot more options on what you can do, and if you want to be a dick or if you want to screw someone over, or, you know, just stuff like that. Uh, it, it just seems to, pl- it, it seems like, uh, I don't know, I, I don't, I, I like Until Dawn better, but Until Dawn's like a full game. This is like a little section of a game, so uh, I'm eager to see what the next one is. I think it involves witches. I believe, from what Man. I saw from the trailer. So that awesome. sounds pretty cool. I'm down with that. I'm down with some witches. Spooky, spooky. Uh, and then, yeah, other than that, uh, I've been playing Astral Chain, which is amazing. Um, it's really hard, and I suck at it, because there's just, like, a, like, almost too much you can do during a fight. Like, uh, I'm like, what the hell do I press to do this? And, like, it, it's, like, one of those games I keep coming back to, like, every, you know, I'll, I'll skip it for a couple weeks, play Fire Emblem, come back to that and then I'm like oh shit I don't remember how to do anything so it's, it's definitely one of those with a it's a it's a, a fight mechanic that makes sense when you're playing it a lot but like and it works really well but if you take some time off of it it takes a long time to remember how to do everything again uh, that's my only complaint about but Astral Chain incredible Fire Emblem Three Houses is, is awesome Man of Medan uh, Borderlands Three was really fun uh, and yeah I think that's all I've played recently
0: Nice, nice. Now, uh yeah, I think this I think this is gonna wrap up the episode though. But before before we leave, Ryan, uh do uh us a favor and do a, a quick plug of you know, cast creatures and your endeavors and where folks can, you know, check out your band, check out Joe Stryker, check out everything that's going on. And theme
2: park alchemy with the awesome banana breath candle. Make sure you plug.
1: Hell
0: up. yeah.
2: Yeah, so I'll start with that. Yeah, theme park alchemy are still running strong. Uh we have a lot more different varieties of scents. We have like a Killer Clowns inspired one now uh, that's really cool for the horror fans. Uh, it smells like uh, cotton candy, and it's delicious and amazing. It makes your house smell great. Uh, but yeah, basically it's theme park inspired candles. We have a Pirates of the Caribbean inspired. Uh, you know, I'm a theme park nerd, and uh, it's like a way to bring these these experiences home with you. You know? So, yeah. I I would say, too,
1: as someone that has purchased, you know, a few of them and tried them out, like, I've never been to theme parks and, like, I still love them. So, Screw Yankee Candles. You know, if you want really cool candles, go with a a, a, yeah, a very great independent, uh, you know, promotion, production, and a store. You know, a people that, like I said, I know you are very familiar with the theme parks, and I'm pretty sure this wouldn't capture it. Like I said, I've not experienced it, but I still love them. You know, dude, Jaws, King Kong so many different movies and so many different smells and they're really awesome.
0: Yeah. I'm looking yeah, at the,
2: the King Kong one, banana breath, that one right there, uh, Bob girth, the guy who actually made the ride, uh, the guy who or uh, helped make the ride. One of the, you know, Imagineer is not the correct term because that's a Disney term, but basically that's what he does. And, uh, yeah, Bob Gurr uh, actually got a hold of one of our candles and took a picture of it with the actual model of the King Kong anim- animatronic, and like Dude, was like, awesome. wow. "Oh, this is awesome!" Yeah, it was super cool. Like it, it made us like geek out like crazy. So, because he's like royalty and like Disney and Universal history. So, uh, but that was, that was really cool. And then, yeah, I got an action movie coming out that uh, has taken up like a year of my life. I feel like I've like. I feel like this year has just flown by because we've just been working on this. Like, I work all week, I'm in a band, and we're filming a movie. So I apparently <laughs> like to just give myself work all the damn time. But, uh, but yeah, so Joe Striker's is coming out November 16th. That's our first official premiere. We're going to have pre-order links up soon. So definitely check that out. And the Cast Creatures Folklore album will be out probably by the time you hear this. So, I mean, I believe it's going to drop, like, tonight at midnight. So...
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you guys can check that out on Spotify as well as XS Gaming Podcast. If you're not listening to us on Spotify, we are now on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube. It's getting to the point now where, you know, there's no excuse why. No one's listening to Excess Gaming Podcast, unless they're just like, man, these guys suck. But... <laughs> well, <laughs> but... Fuck, this. Fuck, this <laughs> fuck those people. Fuck those guys. Them. But I, again, uh, Ryan, man, I want to say thank you very much for being on the show. Again, it, it for me, it's not officially Halloween without having an Excess Gaming Podcast episode with uh, Ryan Cadaver. It's just, it's not possible. You've been doing this with us. I'm for super stoked,
2: like, man! You guys are
0: awesome. Yeah, you've been doing this with us for like I think like four or five years now. You've been on the the podcast every Halloween. So again, man, thank you very much for all the support and uh, best of luck to all your endeavors, man. Maybe next year when we start talking, we'll be talking about you know another Casket Creatures album, Joe Striker uh, <laughs> and Four, <laughs> and Joe Striker action figures. <laughs> uh, theme park Al- Alchemy just opened up a, a multi chain. Uh, Multi chain store, you know? <laughs> Definitely.
2: That would be fantastic. And Joe Striker action figures, that's a great idea. I'm uh, have
0: to see that'd how be I can great. Make that happen. That would be great. We'll make yeah, them- hopefully, awesome. Hopefully,
2: we'll have you uh, by
1: Christmas again. Yeah. You know, since uh, if I survive oh, dude, through I that would with love my to. job, uh, we always do a Christmas episode. And if I'm still around, uh, then we will do that. And that too would be awesome. Cause yeah, I would we love, love the to, holidays. Because
2: me too. Me too, man. I love Christmas. I love Thanksgiving. I love Halloween. I like it all. I don't I'm not an elitist. I know I I'm in a give, spooky band, but I like it all. I want to give
1: one other a shout out too, to your uh your wife's podcast, uh Caught Dead Watching, which uh I I don't know if they've ever done it, but uh, hopefully one day uh they would do as I was saying, I would before we talked before the show, I said I'd kinda like to redo my October and Halloween. Um and some people do a Hanksgiving <laughs> where they watch Tom Hanks movies. And like, I'm not really into that uh, except for mazes and monsters, huh. which I think would be perfect for caught dead watching uh, that has your wife and former guest of the show too, Nathan Hamilton that they do, uh, which I think they should do mazes and monsters. And maybe I should be on that sometime because I'm kind of obsessed with that movie and the <laughs> satanic panic and uh, you know, evil things that have to do with dungeons and dragons, even though I don't play. Oh hell yeah. Uh, I'll talk to her about I it. I'm sure she'd be it, down yeah. for that that probably needs to happen. So
2: (laughs) hell yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. They're
2: really good. Cod Dev watching is amazing. And, and uh, I always show up on there here and there because I live at the house, that they record in so a lot of times they'll just be like hey ryan what do you think about that and i'm like this movie fucking sucks or whatever you know
0: <laughs> you just so keep it's walking it's like you're walking to get a drink Let's yeah, Ryan things about you you crack you crack the mountain dew <laughs> <laughs> mountain dew can you're just like it sucks you sip and walk away <laughs>
1: fucking sucks and <laughs> monsters for me that's fucking crap <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, again, everyone, we want to thank you for checking out another episode of XS Gaming Podcast. And again, uh, be sure to check us out on other platforms. In case you guys didn't know, again, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, and of course, you can listen if you're listening on those platforms. You can listen to our archive episodes on YouTube.com/slash Standard Scullion, and be sure to check out the description because I'm going to have a lot of links to all of uh, Ryan Cadaver's uh, just stuff that he's doing man the guy's really really busy you guys should support him and check out everything and as always guys thanks for listening and as always happy gaming
1: have a pleasant evening banana breath theme park alchemy check it out and buy one of those because it smells really fucking good happy Halloween yes